What's up, guys? It's your boy Pat and Johnny Bravo. What's up with it? This is uh, episode number four. Four. I had to stop and think. Episode number four. <laughs> uh, not three. Not five. The four. Of <laughs> uh, the uh, Hollow Down Cigar Lounge Sock Words series. are hard. Words are hard. <laughs> Off to a good start. <laughs> what are we, like 35 seconds in? Yeah, something like that. Very uh, with us, guys. This is going to be fun. So, what we're going to do today, I told you it, might, it was going to be a back-to-back plan. I was going to torture him and then reward him later. As we said in the very first episode, you like more milder cigars. Yep, yep. I like the darker ones. So, of course, throughout this show, we'll introduce various things and go back and forth. But, my initial plan was to... Give him the hard knock dark ones. And then the next time I got a reward for him. May not be back to back because we have a tentative plan for our next show. But we'll see if uh, plans work out. So these are not for uh, any of you dark Maduro smokers out here. These are not the darkest cigars on the market. They are on dark scale. Level 5, which we'll talk about in a minute, but they are among the darkest that I am comfortable enjoying. So, I will preface this. If it is too dark for you, because he has not had these, I wanted to wait until we filmed this before I let him try one. So, he has not taste tested this off scene. Off scene. Nope. My first experience. So, if you don't like it, it's cool if you're like, bro, this sucks. So wow, it smells good though. Does smell good. So this is a five Vegas triple A. See which one of these cameras is gonna let it focus on us. Maybe the light will let you work. Let's come over here. I don't know if the light's gonna work anywhere today, because there we go. Alright. So, again, with our lovely schedules, we're doing this in the heat of the night, so, got lights. Actually, one more light than we had last time, because I noticed we were throwing shadows on ourselves, so, I mean, I don't mind a little bit, but we were blocking each other's faces and stuff. Well, anyway. It happens. So, uh, I think you pulled it up if you want to read the highlights on it, and then we'll Yeah, so, uh, the profile, it's a 5 out of 5 on the darkness scale. Um, it's a Robusto, Wrappers, Maduro... Origin, Nicaragua, uh, the binders, Nicaraguan, fillers, Nicaraguan, sweet. It says false. What does that mean? <laughs> so, that means hard no. It means it is definitely not sweet. Oh, okay, okay. Well, whoever wrote this article, he is very excited about this cigar. He, he starts it off and says... I don't want to overstate it, but this cigar is an opportunity for moral improvement. (laughs) (laughs) Something to enrich your future, broaden your horizons, and elevate your standing among peers. It's widely accepted among cigar experts that your transformation from deviant to upstanding citizen will be complete after numbing your first five Vegas AAA. (laughs) 
Then he says, I made that up, but it's true that if you like gloriously full and rich, deep and dense blends, you're going to find AAA shockingly refreshed. And he goes on and says, this devilish handmade is a marvelous creation of bold, finely aged tobaccos, precision blended to generate a uniquely satisfying profile. The heart of this blend is its Cuban seed Nicaraguan Ligeras? Ligeras? What's that word, bro? <laughs> Where are you at? Ligeros? Oh, Ligeros. Ligeros. Explain to the people what Ligeros are. Um, it's... If I have this wrong, correct me, because, um... I've never looked this up, but what I've been told, that's basically your, uh... Your, uh, tobacco seed compound. Mm. In fact, let me make sure... Because since we're actually putting this, I'd make sure that I have not been correct... Or been incorrect for about ten years. Because that would be uh, fun to know that I've had this wrong the whole time. I will say it smells magnificent. Okay, yeah. Thank God I was right. Um, well, I won't say that I'm right. I wasn't wrong. Say, uh, Nicaraguan Ligero is a strong, uh, strong cigar filler tobacco. In fact, uh... Yeah, so, in fact, I'll put this image up on the screen. I just randomly found this. Uh, pretty cool. Um, but that is the leaf, uh, and you can see leaf. okay the, the darkness. The darkness go. Oh, that's so, pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, well, this guy, he goes on and talks about uh, this fine recipe when topped off with a thick and oily Pennsylvania broadleaf Madero wrapper, a cold black beauty that generates a rich and array of searing flavors, delivers a full flavored experience to the core with cascading notes of oak, leather, espresso, and tasty spices throughout. A hint of sweetness lingers after Is each that puff. espresso? Yeah. Or espresso? Oh, it's espresso. Yeah, there's no X in that. Yeah, that, that's my bad right there. Uh, a hint of sweetness Hold lingers. On, what did he tell me? Words are hard. Words are hard. Um, it, it lingers... After each puff, just, that it does. just before the dense, charcoal-like aroma fills the nostrils. Each of the flavors seems to come consecutively a series of layered sensations that hits your senses without overwhelming the palate at any given point. He's very excited about this cigar, whoever this is. He makes so, me excited. So I told you, we would, just to be, uh, except for the ones before that came from the Caymans, I'll always give you stuff off of Cigars International. That way it's consistent on the type of information that's a lot yeah and it still came from cigars international yeah it was straight from cigars international and you're probably about to find out why so can you feel it's a little bit more oily than some yeah. of the others yeah 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 and it's also made differently i've seen it's it's the other ones are circular this one's like got corners almost so this is coined a box press. Box press. Okay. This is the official okay. term. So you still have a ring size, which will estimate its diameter, but you have box press. So it's still handmade. Uh, there's different philosophies on why you do that. I'll yeah. give you the most common I've heard. Doesn't necessarily mean it's right, because some people completely disagree with this 100%. But your box press is intended whether you do a punch or a v-cut which has its own air draw things which i'll 
probably we'll probably do an episode on rappers and and, and cuts alone. <laughs> Might not be a bad idea, because um, we'll probably both learn some stuff that we didn't know. because yeah. it goes deep. But your airflow, like, and because it controls how it comes over your palate, right? Mm-hmm. So box press, your your airflow is not coming as like a tornado in a central. It's kind of comes as a point that can almost kind of cross, oh. which is one of the supposed benefits of the V cut. So instead of it coming straight over your back of your palate, it can kind of like cross over and hit the rest of your your mouth. Um, some point I'll get one of these, but uh, CAO, which is a really good cigar brand, has it's a huge cigar, huge cigar, bigger than any of the ones I have in that humidor right now. It's a seven by seventy. So. Uh, most Gordos are a 6x60, which is the brick house that we smoked. 7x70, mm-hmm. so make it an inch longer, as long as a, church, as a church hill. Ones that I showed you earlier, but an extra 10 in ring size. Oh, wow. It's like a three, three and a half hour cigar if you get a good roll. Um, but they're box pressed, mm. and they're called uh, flatheads. Gotcha. So, those, you, know, you have really good flavor. Yeah. If you get the cut of the punch right, which I usually punch these because they are box pressed, but they're smaller size, so I don't, even though it's got a double end cap, I don't want to just rip it apart. Yeah, yeah. I've done that by mistake, and it's, it's almost real hard to get a B cut because it's it's a narrow box press. Gotcha. So, we'll probably do that. But, um, I'll take his bottom one off. But, you're probably about to find out why. The guy was so forthcoming in all of his information. <laughs> whoever that guy is. <laughs> guy, girl, whoever. Don't want to discriminate. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's a lot. So, showed y'all the punch last time. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to recommend if you want to do this as well. I'm following your lead. Go for it. Usually that'll come out sometimes, but it'll be caught. Let's see if I can do this. I did it last time because he had never done a punch. He had done guillotine and V cuts and all that stuff, but. Liner up in the center, huh? Yep. Not too hard, not too far. It's nice and steady. And once it breaks the cap, you can feel it. You can kind of twist it in a good bit. Learning moment. Learning moment. He's not new to cigars, but he'd never done a punch. Never done a punch. It's always something new to learn. Let's see. Yeah, most of the time that cut will come out in your punch, but... Oh, lordy. This one's not, so that's okay. I don't want to mess this up. As long as it cut, you can pull it off, you're fine. It's not going to damage it. I think I got it. Heck, I don't know. Oh, this is not going good. Amateur. It's all good. No, this is... Let me see. (laughs) This is terrible. I couldn't see. Probably just didn't go in far enough. Oh, well. That's what happens when you let a rookie do it. So you can literally go in all the way to the base. 
Yeah, you had it. You just didn't go in. Oh, uh, well. That's all it was. Stand by, people. He <laughs> actually had it. He just didn't realize he had it. All good. Now, I'd... Probably because of these megawatt lights I got shining in my face. I'm a, I'm a little too lift. It's fine. That's okay. It's okay. So as long as you're somewhat centered, it's fine. If this was like an, an actual more ring cigar, mm -hmm. I'd be more picky. Like those Drew Estates, I right, think right, I've mentioned yeah. every time I talk about punch. Um, sometimes I'll double punch those. But... So anyway, we've spent about 10-15 minutes talking about the cigar, which, I mean, it probably took you 12 of those minutes to read everything <laughs> that you talked about. And another 10 to yeah. punch it. <laughs> so, I'm not going to tell you anything, but as soon as you have a first impression, tell me, and I'll explain what I'm asking in just a second. All right, all right. So as always, get a good toast on it. That's got a good toast, so it should light quick. Indeed. Yeah. Purposeful silence for anybody <coughs> listening on the podcast. Let's see. Wow. That's a... Immediate change from the last cigar <laughs> we smoked. Yeah, that one like almost kicks you in the face. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's a it's a stout one. Wow. Yeah, I like it though. It's good. This cannot be anybody's first cigar unless you're absolutely nuts. Yeah, you need some work up to this one. Yeah, absolutely. No, wow. Surprisingly though, like. It's like a kick in the face, but it's also like a, a soothing kick in the face. Right. <laughs> so you can start learning pretty quick why he's... I like that article. I hadn't actually read that. I like how he worded that because it's bold. Mm -hmm. Now you know why they just say straight up false on the sweetness. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no sweetness. sweetness. It smells... See, and I feel like a lot of cigars I've... I, I smell have a cocoa-y smell mm -hmm. to it. This one did, but you don't taste it. Uh, the pepper and leather kind of comes out more for me in this one. I don't know I if it actually leather. said it had pepper in it, but no, I don't. Leather it's just like kind of the mix. Yeah, yeah, no, it talked about leather, but it's smooth still. It's actually very smooth. So, five Vegas AAA again. This is. Um, now there are a couple dark ones I like, but my profile, this is probably my, yeah. my darkest. I get above this because you can feel that bitterness. It's like right on, you can feel it on the back of your palate. Yeah. Which, your milder ones, you more taste it on the front. Mm -hmm. So, there, there's a real reason why he said that, you know, moral improvement, but it's kind of, you know, in the scar world, your palate can get refined. Yeah. You know, and because of, personally... I started smoking some of your darker stuff you kind of start opening up your palate a little bit yeah and now i've kind of which is why around. like you said this is not a first time cigar mm -hmm. you got to work up to it because if, if you this will promise you if you're getting a good draw and you get a good cut this will hit the back of your palate you ever have like you know your taste buds are, are different placements for a reason mm -hmm. but if you ever had like something real sour 
kind of tastes on the front, but then it hits you in the back with that afterbite. It's kind of what this is doing. Because those are the taste buds, your, your bitter buds that you're real hitting. So you, you taste you taste the oil on your lips, that's the first thing you're going to taste, which is why I didn't say nothing. And you kind of, if you caught that, he coughed. He's not an amateur smoking. I wanted it to catch him off guard because no, I didn't it, tell it, him it was, that, that it first was hit almost, It was more of like, like I said, the cough was because it was like, wow. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Because that first hit is a hard hit. Yeah, it really is. Well, cool. I, in, in, in full disclosure, as much as I've had of these, I kind of leaned back and suppressed mine because that one tipped you off because it almost caught me too. <laughs> so, just saying. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, anyway, if you're looking for a really good, really dark, really solid cigar, um, it good one? it's not a pepper bomb, which, as the name implies, there's mm-hmm. some cigars that are just loaded with spice instead of, you know, just, you know, other oils. Um, I don't have many of those. But, if you want a real good, you know, just a good oily dark Maduro, this is this is definitely a, this is definitely a good. Yeah, one. I agree. So on a, a production note, um, I promise we have things to talk about today, but we might get to them. We might get to them. <laughs> you know, uh, if you're listening to this and you have listened to the other three, I would uh, greatly appreciate your uh, comments. So I have purposely been Wait, changing. We. Would greatly appreciate. We would greatly appreciate. <laughs> I don't mean to leave my boy out. Uh, I say I slipped up and say I just because I, I edited it on the back end, so it is very much a we thing. So this is our gig. But in all seriousness, we always talk about like leaving comments, uh, anything y'all want us to talk about. We don't care. We talk about the most random things ever, and half the time we'll have something to talk about and we never get to it because we're off a tangent on something else. Yeah, so. Yeah, please feel free to reach out to us. Like Pat said, email them, drop a comment, like, subscribe, whatever we do nowadays on social media, do it. <laughs> or like uh, the new YouTube sensation is hit that bell. Why? Because it's the freaking bell. A million subscribers by the end of the year. So, uh, <laughs> that'd be badass. It's not going to happen. We got a long way to go. <laughs> long way to go. Uh, 1.997 or point nine nine seven, <laughs> something like that. Point nine nine seven. Like, we got a couple hundred subscribers at this point. <laughs> There's like two something. It's two hundred something, of course. Really? I had a couple from because you know oh. I kept the channel from before. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I used to do um, positivity podcasts. So now I do know people still watch those. Um, if you are watching those and you just kept watching, uh, glad you're here. So maybe we could do one of those one day. Cigars and positivity. Um. Definitely can. Yeah. That was the legit, like, only thing I talked about. They were like five, ten minute little sh- snippets, but you can definitely, definitely do some positive stuff. Uh, when the I think time everybody right. needs some good positive encouragement. Good motivation. Good inspiration. Yeah. I mean, that's where a lot of my cigar conversations tend to go through. Well, I feel it's like. A brotherhood, man. I feel like with the. Brother with these, slash sisterhood. Yeah, I feel like with these, cigars just enable you to have good long conversations about whatever's on your mind they do you know which is why a lot of times we'll go off on a tangent on whatever because things happen throughout the day throughout the week that we talk about and it's good to get it off your chest sometimes and it is positivity and you know almost every one of these episodes 
we'll be done filming by the time we get done smoking. So like, we, we stick around and we don't just put it out. Um, you know, we, we talk about some personal stuff, sometimes good, sometimes sad, sometimes thrilling, whatever. You know, so this is a, a lifestyle in a way, and it's not an exclusive lifestyle. Um, by all means, if you have any questions about Cigar World, reach out and, and talk. Um, I'm not a master yet, got a long way to go, but it's conversation. There's things to learn, yeah. your palate's always growing, you can always learn about humidors, how to treat them, how to wear, buy from them. You know, I can't put links in here to YouTube uh, practices or, uh, you know, say practices. I can't give you actual links. But if you're going to reach out to me personally, um, send us an email. Um, we can talk to you. We can email you back. We can, you know, talk to you about some things if you're just kind of curious about the world. It, this is a, uh, for lack of a better term, we call it brotherhood. Um, not gender exclusive. That's just easier term to flow with. Um, mostly because of this writer. So... You know, just just good enjoyment, good good lifestyle kind of trend. Yeah. The things that you know, me and me and James do. We we've, we've known each other for a couple of years now, about three years. And uh, yep. With what we do is what brought us together, and honestly, that helps us with the whole conversation and, and the brotherhood, and like because we both get it, and uh, there's things that go on in our lives at our jobs you name it where we're able to sit down and talk about it because it's always good to get stuff off your chest I facts you know you, I don't I don't think you should ever hold things in obviously whenever you're ready to talk about it that, that's that's great uh, but like me and James we hold each other accountable friendship therapy is amazing yeah yeah absolutely so uh, that's what this podcast is all about absolutely um, y'all listening out there anybody ever have a bad day or anything like we keep saying, reach out to us. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. And uh, the, the email is always down in the in the comments. Ooh, wind is kicking my stuff around. So, and there's nothing to hide back there. It's the first episode y'all saw the wood, but uh, this is kind of to help control some lighting issues. So eventually, we'll burn that wood when it gets colder. <laughs> I, I've gotten to do one fire this year. It teased us. Yeah, it, and uh, then it went right back up. I think so. I checked the weather. It, it like, is November, and it was it, seventy-seven degrees. I today. think I think tomorrow it's supposed to be like eighty, and like low of like high fifties or something like that. I mean, we're gonna skip fall and and then just might hit again. Might hit winter. <laughs> it's just gonna be another. We're gonna hit the winter solstice, and it might maybe turn into winter. We'll see. But uh, but uh, so we we kind of segued on that um because I slipped up and said I instead of we. But in all, in all reality, so I have purposely changed up the, the cameras and stuff. Um, in fact, um, I used one last episode that y'all never even saw because by the time I got to editing, I was like, this is trash. So I'm purposely moving them around, just kind of playing with things. Um, of course, nighttime, there's always a challenge. So um, there will always be some things. We will not always shoot at night. It's just how the last few have gone. Well, so... Majority of the time we will. Majority of the time of our schedules, especially if it's um, just me and him. Yeah, it's easy for us to do it at night. Uh, yeah. um, we're already planning for the next one. Um, That'll probably be an evening. That will probably be an afternoon, evening, something like that. Because uh, he's not a night shifter, so we're going to do our best to accommodate his schedule as well. Because he's trying to join us. So, um, buddy number two that wants to come in, his schedule goes back and forth. So, don't know what's going to happen there, but, but. 
We'll get it all worked. We'll get it all worked out. And uh, but yeah, I, I, I like the conversation about you know friendship therapy and accountability, and you know which not on purpose. The thing, a couple little. I thought they were just kind of interesting. Uh, science brain nerdy kind of plays into this, um, and I appreciate that because it wasn't planned at all. Um, really didn't know what I was going to talk about today because this was a last minute where we, our schedules worked out, so it's not super pre-scripted, probably while we're rambling, and that's cool because sometimes conversation is the best thing to listen to. Yeah. Um, one of the, the shows that I link down in the description is uh, Robin Bryant. Half of the time they talk, they're just going. Because they've been friends for a while, they've been doing the podcast for a while. Yeah. Now they do a legitimate podcast show a lot. Like mm-hmm. in the last couple of years, they put out a couple hundred episodes. Like oh, wow. They are pushing. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but It'd be nice if we could do that. But we just right. Our, our. I'm I'm happy with how we've been able yeah. to readjust things now. So I'm 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 happy for that. But sometimes they come in, they'll have a topic. Sometimes they don't, and some of their video like. They don't put all their videos on YouTube. Um, They put some of their good ones or or certain ones. Some of them are just podcasts. Some are, you know, they put YouTube. And it's kind of like here. They've got the video going between the two of them. And sometimes they go off in a deep end. And you know what? I will sit there and listen to those guys for an hour. Well, it's because I feel like so many people can relate to whatever you're talking about and whatever you're going through at that time. You know, whether you know it or not, whether you know it or not, whether you think we may, we may think at some points that we're rambling on, but you, on the other hand, listening, you could be going through the same stuff that we're going through. And, and it makes you feel better. Cause it's like, I'm not the only one out there. I can relate to them. You know, I'm straight up. That's what this title is going to be. Not that I really care about the title. I usually figure it out last minute based on however it goes. Friendship therapy. I like it. I like That's it. That's what I was going to say. I like Cigars it. Cigars and friendship therapy. Cigars and friendship therapy. Um, and, and the crazy thing, the reason I said it, it's kind of an accidental perfect segue, which we kind of did an accidental one last week. Uh, last week. I, I got to get off that. That is like TV. The last episode. <laughs> the, the last week thing. That is like TV mentality. You know, like Family Feud. They'll, they'll film five in one day and... Steve Harvey's got to say last week because he don't, yeah. you know, <laughs> he just goes back, changes suits, come back and say, hey, you know, our winner's from last week. It was like five minutes ago. Hey, he has nice TV suits. thing. Hmm. He has great suits. Great suits. <laughs> he's a he's a very avid cigar smoker, by the way. Oh. Let's get Steve Harvey on the show. I, I wish. <laughs> Steve, if you're listening to this, give us a shout out. <laughs> so, I've actually seen him on some, uh, on some shows and... That man. Hey, lighting's actually holding up. Pretty decent considering uh, blowing everything. You know, like. speaking of friendship therapy, advice, life struggles, everything, that man has some good wise words. He does. You ever listen to some of his stuff? Like, he makes sense about marriages, relationships, your job, finances, everything. He's got some good stuff that if you're going through anything, Steve Harvey's legit, man. That man's got some... Uh got some words of wisdom he's lived through it and what's crazy is you know what i'm gonna i ain't got my pen on here um yeah dude 
I'm gonna write myself a note because we're talking about that we're gonna you know discuss some like positive thinking stuff, right? Um, I can't. I don't know this off the top of my head enough to just spit this out, but it, it's a vague thought. But we talk about um, some positive upbringing and growth, right? That dude, his story, dude came from nothing, and. I remember it vague enough, so I'm not going to discredit the man and and misspeak this. So I'm going to go look up the specifics, but the way that I remember enough, the way that he got his opportunity to start was just amazing. Really? Somebody reaching out to him, giving him a positive chance, and you know things things work. You never know, man. So I think uh, things like that happen for a reason. I do. He he saw an opportunity and he took it, and he didn't look back. And look at him now. Yeah. But, you know, it's, uh, I, w- I want to, I want to talk about the nerdy side of, of the things that I have. Cause yeah. it's, it's not specifically linked to friendship therapy, but in a way it's kind of talking about some other therapeutic things. Um, neither one of these are very long topics, so it's kind of cool that we just kind of rambled, but there's, um, some of this links to and both of these I'm, I'm gonna trigger warning just in case any anybody listening has any anybody in their family that deals with Alzheimer's or any other memory issues or dementia or something like that this is gonna specifically talk about Alzheimer's um, not in super detail but it's going to reference these pieces of information and how they link to it so if that is uncomfortable for you uh, you're more than welcome to drop out We'll come back in about 10 minutes because uh, this isn't going to be very long, but I, I feel to give you the right to know that. Um, got some people, uh, family, some extended family that I have dealt with both. And I now have uh, uh, one extended, one family member that is now going through something similar. So um, part of why I, this intrigued me, but anyway, there you go. So both of these came out of Brain and Life magazine. Uh no sponsorship. In fact, the magazine is free as long as you tell them every year that you still want to keep getting it. Just so they're not sending out paper to people who aren't actually doing it. Yeah. Now, I've, I believe I might have referenced this, but I lost my father in 2019 to brain cancer. And since then, I started looking up into brain stuff. And I, I know some basic medical level stuff but I don't know anything up here and I know I've mentioned that before so I started doing some digging when I wanted to kind of learn some more and found this this uh, magazine and it's got some pretty cool stuff in it of course all neurological or uh, anything related to brain thinking how it works so it's pretty cool if you're interested in that um, anyway this first one talks about London cabbies so interesting intro to this think of American how do you become a taxi driver go get a job (laughs) so (laughs) there are some company differences most companies want you to have just proved that you've lived in the area that you're going to cab in for X amount of time Mm -hmm. some might be a year some might be five years you know but you just got to show that you lived here they don't you know in fact, some of them I've I've heard that as long as you 
have a good GPS they'll let you go to because I mean it is what it is but London that is not the case so those iconic mm, words are hard iconic black cabs that you see all over uh, London there is a legit licensing exam that you have to go through for this they literally call it the knowledge test on average says that it takes three to four years to complete the requirement licensing three to four years some people can do it faster some take longer but the reason it takes so long is they have to pass a series of exams oral exams they have to be able to explain from memory you have no tools in front of you no paper no phone no computer it's an oral exam they're gonna ask you how do you get from point A to point B and you have to word it out the guy let me get his name on here cuz it's on the back side of this um, and this guy actually has a YouTube channel by the way so as I did not know till I was reading this uh, it's Tom Hutley his YouTube channel is uh, Tom the Taxi Driver, if you're interested. Um, so, he actually took two years and 11 months after 13 oral boards. And he failed one simply because he got the route right and forgot to mention one of the famous landmarks along the way. Oh, wow. But it makes me wonder. <clears throat> like, do the cab drivers in London get paid really well for this then? I don't know. Or is it just like... Hotspot here. Or do you think it's kind of one of those like... So, interesting enough, I don't know... I don't know what the pay is, but like any... You know, as far as what they get paid. But, it's interesting because... He actually said that there was one route that GPS said was going to take him 39 minutes. He knew a better route. He got there in 37. Why? <laughs> because it saved the customer two minutes and like a mile and a half. So mm-hmm. his fare was cheaper. So he's still cognizant. So I don't know. But even if they're not getting paid, you know, massive on a scale, the quantity of traffic they're getting is probably more than we're getting over here just because you have a lot of tourism and stuff Well, like and as far as I know, I've never been to London. So I'm curious. I've never been to London. But as far as I know, nobody drives in London. You either take the train over there or a cab. I've heard that. Or you walk. I've got a couple friends that have been over there. I haven't yet. <clears throat> but that's kind of what I've heard too is it's yeah, a lot like of there's, traffic. Yeah, there's not a lot of cars in London, which I guess would make sense on why the whole taxi thing yeah. is a big deal. But the, so the reason I bring this up is the kind of nerdy part of this. Is a, over a decade ago, a study was done, and I won't get into the specifics of who or where. Um, this is just kind of enough to intrigue me. They had a group of test subjects volunteered to be tested before and after with some, uh, probably some MRIs, CT scans, checking the brain pathway. Everybody that passed the test showed significant growth in their um, hippocampus, which is a part of your brain that helps with memory and spatial recognition and navigation and stuff like that and to have it a good test they also had people that were not cab drivers never took the test and 
people that took the test but failed and could not become. Both of those groups, even the group that went through the grueling process of the test but failed, did not have that mental growth. Mm -hmm. So they started wondering like, what does successful memorization practice do for Alzheimer's? <clears throat> and they're doing some other tests now, so I don't have a lot of information on, you know, any upcoming, because now they're kind of doing some repeat studies, you know, a decade later, trying to uh, trying to find some things and, and learn some more information. So I'll be intrigued to see, you know, if that comes out to anything. But it's interesting, as you practice and, and work things, the way that your mind works, it actually increases your capabilities and your uh, recognition skills and just your overall mental health just overall mental health because you know this is going to be really stupid cheesy but you know we get frustrated for forget things mm -hmm. so it's uh it's interesting and so they're they're working on some memorization abilities to help see if it might you know lessen the chances of alzheimer's or if it can you know maybe even prevent it um not sure it's it's a it's a rough disease if, uh, if you know anybody, which is why I wanted to give the warning. But on the other note, same same magazine talks about how music can help with Alzheimer's as well. And I believe that that one I believe completely because yeah. I I listen to music differently than a lot of people do. Um, not that I'm special or anything like that, but I started playing drums when I was ten. Now I didn't have the you know did the drum line thing. I'd done the drum set thing. Uh, I'm not the greatest at any. I'm really good at both. So I learned to listen to music backwards. Right. You know, I, I, which full disclosure, it's one of the reasons I don't like country <laughs> because I have a problem ever getting to the vocals because I hear the kind of same beats over and over. Which is something we differ at because we've had that conversation. We've had that conversation. To where I love country music because country music always has a story behind it. Right. Which I respect completely. It's just not my thing because yeah. I'm listening to it the other way around. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've had people growing up that, you know, I I will listen to almost anything, including mm -hmm. classical. Like, I'll go all the way around, but I listen to a lot of hard rock and metal. Yeah. And, you know, bands like Parkway Drive and Trivium and Bullet For My Valentine, if you know this, they're hard-hitting bands. They go mm -hmm. back and forth between screaming and singing, but there's really good melodic processes in the background. Right. So it, it opens up. So I understand that connection. I understand the pretense of why. And what I found interesting in this is there's a group up in New York called Music and Memory. It's a nonprofit that literally is trying to see how music affects. And they, over the last year or two, they've done some tests in nursing homes up there and literally found that playing the same music that find what people respond to, whether it's for a memory or it's a personal touch, mm -hmm. they're actually significantly reducing the need for certain medications, anti-anxiety, antipsychotics, antidepressants, because people are making connections. Even if, you know, unfortunately the disease has gotten far enough that it's kind of taking over, they're noticing some responses and it's at least slowing the disease down and, and right. you know. So I find it interesting that you know, like, we go back to saying that talking is friendship therapy. 
Because you're making a connection to each other. But so is music. So is music. No, I, I, I believe music is 100% because you can relate to so much in music. But then again, I feel like music correlates with friendship therapy because, going back to the whole country music thing, so many country artists out there, they're writing their story in music form. They're going through struggles and putting it in music form. They may not be able to talk to you right then and there, but you listening to music, you can relate to them. You're like, dang, I'm going through that same thing right now. That's why artists like Taylor Swift and Adele became so popular is most of their music came from an actual situation. Not all of it. You know, they're good songwriters as well. They can write mm-hmm. stuff that is just for the moment. But yep. they both but said that certain of their songs came from a story. It's a story. It's was, a struggle. Right. Yeah. Something absolutely. personal that you can relate to. It's a, absolutely. And I think, you know, going back to the whole friendship therapy, mental health, it's good to have some sort of escape. I, I think everybody needs to. Whether it's music, whether it's friendship. You know, I've been lucky enough to have really good friends that when Same. you're through going through a bad time, they're there for you. They're there to talk to you about the problem. They've been through it. May not exactly the same thing, but something similar. And they can give you your ins- their insight on what's going on, you know? So... That's where this comes into play for me. Yeah. Is... Spent a lot of time, a lot of hours sitting outside, sitting in a cigar lounge, just relaxing, just talking. Sometimes with a friend, you know. A lot of times with this guy right here, but unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also times that I just come out by myself, mm-hmm. and it's just me. I'm just hanging out. May listen to music, may watch a movie. Sometimes I'm out of here texting people that I can't talk to. I'm on the phone with somebody. It's kind of a, a catch-all, but this right here, like I said at the beginning, it's kind of that brotherhood. You, you kind of get that that time to just relax. Decompress. Decompress. And, and you know, when we talk about mental health, I'm not exactly referring to actually mental health diseases or anything like that. It's the fact that me and you, we go through struggles. Everybody goes through struggles. You've got to talk to someone about it. You know, yes, on your own time, when you're ready, I don't think anybody should force you to talk about it. Right. But when you're ready, you've got to let it go because the longer you hold on to it, the more it's just going to eat you. And, and the the worse it's going to be for you and then it affects your relationships with everybody else you know and, and that that's i think a lot of that's people what i think that is, part. that's what i think is not addressed enough in today's society you know everybody's freaking worried about what's on their phone what everybody thinks about everything else and you're trying to be that person and they're Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that nobody talks to each and other. And I admit anymore. I do that too, but it's yeah, just just nobody can... nobody talks to each other anymore. And, I, and it's and it's really sad because I think that's one of the biggest things that isn't addressed in today's society is how eaten away we are by social media and all of our phones. It's good to put it down and talk to people. It is, you know. I wish more people did it. I think everybody would be happier. 
It's a it's a good balance. You know, everything's got balance. Technology mm -hmm. is, is fantastic. It is. It's fantastic. I'm all over technology. Um, I've done a lot of audio, done a lot of video, done a lot of different things. But you got to find that balance. And sometimes I'm like any other human of this age. Sometimes I get wrapped up in it. And I got to pull back. Yep. And times like this, like I said, I think it's a good word. Decompress it. Yep. It really does. It helps you pull out and kind of come back to the world a little bit. Mm -hmm. We can honestly sit here and talk an hour, two hours, three hours about this. Could, for sure. But uh, I know before we wrap this up, we got one more thing to talk about. And it's, uh, it's a very special holiday for me and him coming up here in November. Um, it's Veterans Day. And uh, Pat being an old vet that he is. And, Appreciate uh, the old thanks. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I come from a military family, so I understand this holiday very well, too. Um, remember, Veterans Day is about the veterans. It's not Memorial Day. It's not about it's not about the people who have sacrificed their life and have given it and are no longer with us. It's about the people who served and are still here with us. Those are the veterans that we're talking about. That's why there's two different holidays. So, and uh, please remember that. <laughs> I. I don't want to th want anybody that's watching us to think that we're we're giving little credit to this because um, depending on publishing time, this will be around or maybe slightly after right. Veterans Day. But one of my pet peeves is dude hit it on hit the nail on the head is Veterans Day is not Memorial Day. Personally, I'm not going to be a rude guy, you know, if you come up to me and you know and and say something similar. But understand the difference. It's like when it comes to Memorial Day, I hate people, you know, telling me Happy Memorial Day because it's not for me. It's not. I'm not going to be rude. I'm not going to kick it back. But you know, just learn the difference. And yeah. If you're not in the military, weren't in the military, weren't in a family, sometimes you may not know that difference, and that's okay. Um, but it's it's a big deal. And you know, for me, I have a double whammy because I was in the Marine Corps, so our birthday is November 10th, and then right after I have. Veterans Day the day after, so it's pretty hard hitting two days for me. But um, we're definitely gonna hopefully, um, hopefully things work out and it's our next episode because that is currently the plan. Is uh, I may bring that up a little bit and ask his opinion on a couple especially times, especially with it probably being after Veterans yeah. Day. We'll bring it back up. I, and it'll be right around the corner from Thanksgiving too. So mm -hmm. Veterans Day, what Thanksgiving Day? Yep. Our uh, as long as our schedule works, because like I said, yeah. he. He's a day shifter, so we try to plan ahead with him when we can get together with him. So that, that timeline should work out. But I think this is a this is a really good conversation today. Yeah, this is probably the the most accurate to what we kind of envisioned when we started. You know, had a little something to talk about, but mm -hmm. real good conversation style, real good you know cigar brotherhood type conversation, and yeah. I'm all for it. And uh. Kind of going back to the whole mental health thing, because me and Pat, we've both been through stuff, and uh, I say anybody out there that's going through something rough, it's it's really hard to sit there and question on why why things are going on in your life, and uh, just so many unanswered questions. But me personally, how I look at it is, don't question it, let it happen, and realize that something good is going to come out of it. It takes time, and it sucks, it does, because you want to know the answers, 
but realize something good is going to come out of it and you're going to be happier in the long run. But if you ever need to talk about it, please do. Don't hold it in. Me and Pat, there's been things going on that we've we've let it out here recently and it, it makes us both feel better, honestly. It does. Because then you sit there all alone and you just it just keeps going over and over and over again in your head and you're like, why? Why is it like this? We both we both had a situation that was different but similar and unfortunately for me, fortunately for him, from a friendship standpoint, mine happened first. So um, he went through something very similar about a year after I did and I was able to tell him some things not to do that I did. And the biggest one was I tried to bottle that, that mess and whew, I just wanted to drop a couple words right there. Yeah. I wanted to bottle it. Worst thing you can do. So reach out if you got if you got friends, you got family that you can talk to. And if you don't or you're just not comfortable telling them and you want to tell it to somebody that's a stranger, if it's somebody watching this that doesn't know us, send that email. Everything stays stays in house. We don't we will never spread or share. So um unless you give express permission to do so. Um <laughs> I'm that way in my life too. You know, things within my circle stay within my circle. If it's going out of that circle, it's cause, you know, there was something that was said and that was allowed so um, yes we say like the video yes I want you to subscribe so you can follow back um, you can you can see what's coming on but I I mean it reach out um, got the comment section emails listed down below it's the hollow down at gmail.com as well feel free to reach out we're here mm -hmm. we'll talk to you um, <clears throat> I think the best thing that I like about this is that we're we're two normal average guys but we're real with each other and I think that's what I love about this channel so we can sit here we can talk about our problems and be real about it we don't have to be fake we don't have to tell lies there's, there's no point behind it I mean being... and to the point and not to cut them off but to the point we've been real enough with each other that we have pissed each other off before <laughs> but we don't hold on too long we come back figure it out and move forward because yeah. being open and honest is, is better any relationship of any level right right but but I uh Appreciate y'all for hanging out, listening to us, watching us. Uh, this was a, I think this is a really good, really good home level, level video, level episode. Um, it's a hustle joke, and not that that was the intent of this episode, but that's where it went, and I appreciate it. Honestly, you know, didn't know what we were going to talk about today. <laughs> you know, like I said, it was a last minute conversation. I had some things to talk about, and we went from there. But um, we're going to keep doing this, like I say in every video. You don't like it? That's okay. We'll still be here. We'll still be here. <laughs> and I say the same thing at the end of every video. And I appreciate y'all being here, but I, I mean this a lot more today than normal. Thank y'all for coming. We'll be here next time. But until next time, stay safe, fam. Peace.